Okay. Which makes you a little nervous. <laughs> Recording. No. Okay. Well, you will remember from just last Sunday that we had a very uh, marvelous uh, exposition of the title of our Lord Jesus Christ as Wonderful Counselor. And so using that as a bridge to this short uh, devotional, I will remind you of the song that I had, at least the beginning of the song. Uh, it is a secular song that, uh, that I had requested before we started. And it goes like this. It's the most wonderful time of the year with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you to be of good cheer. John chapter 16, please. We'll begin at verse 22. I don't know if everyone tells you to be of good cheer, but I do know of someone who repeatedly told his followers to be of good cheer. And that, of course, was our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, one of the times that he did that was at the end of his uh, teaching, his disciples in the upper room. And so we'll begin reading at uh, verse 22, just for a little bit of context. This immediately follows him telling them that uh, a little while they will not see him. And then after a little while, he they will see him. Um, disciples weren't really understanding that at all. And so... Uh, He tells them in verse 22, therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and your joy no one will take from you. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, an enigma, so to speak. But the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you, for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said to him, See, now you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe you came forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, has now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. And now getting to, finally getting to our exhortation about being of good cheer. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world 
you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Now, much as Trent did on Sunday, looking at those titles of wonderful counselor or the title of wonderful counselor and uh, doing essentially a, uh, a word study on that uh, title and those uh, terms. The, uh, we're going to do a short word study here, not in the Hebrew, of course, but in the Greek. The term be of good cheer or good cheer is the Greek word tharseo. And uh, it is always given in the imperative in our New Testament. And interestingly enough, all the eight times that it is used, it is used directly by our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, this is a Greek word that kind of falls in my wheelhouse, you might say, because it can be translated three ways, similar ways. First one, of course, is good cheer. Second one is courage. Be of good courage. And the third one is comfort. Be of good comfort or be comforted. So we have cheer, courage, and comfort. What could be better than a Greek word that is self-alliterating? And uh, so as we think about that, and his, you know, this time we think about his wonderful coming and he's given instructions to the disciples in advance of his perhaps even more wonderful uh, going uh, his closing exhortation to his students is to be of good cheer to be of good comfort and to be of courage good courage uh, in the context, and as we know from what will transpire in mere hours after he gave uh, this, what essentially is a command to them, that this is what they should be, that each one of those aspects of this, of uh, Tharseo, uh, would be needed for them, because in, uh, of course, in their uh, timidity at the uh, coming mob that would take the Lord Jesus away. They needed to be exhorted to be of good courage. Although, uh, of course, it was the Lord himself who uh, essentially protected them from that mob by saying, take me and leave these others to go. But courage was, uh, was certainly a necessary thing that they needed at that time, facing that particular trial or tribulation. And of course, uh, they needed to be comforted because of the fact that the one whom they love would be departed from them, even though it was only a temporary party. And finally, they needed to, of course, be cheerful, and interestingly enough, we do find them after the resurrection when they're gathered together, and even in the trouble that they were receiving from the religious authorities, they were rejoicing that they were found worthy to suffer for his name. So what about us? Um, sometimes uh, to defeat our trouble, 
to defeat our tribulation, whether it could be in the, something to do with uh, an aspect of uh, persecution or where we need to take a stand for our faith, we need to be reminded to have courage to lose our fears and our timidity, to remember that we are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us, according to Romans 8.37. At other times, our trouble might be such that we need comforting, perhaps the loss of a loved one, perhaps just dealing with our own uh, frailty of body or mind. And we need to be reminded that we have a God who is the God of all comfort. And that as we have obtained comfort from him, we are able to impart that comfort to others. But perhaps most of all, and kind of in keeping with the idea that we need to be constantly of good cheer, it's in the daily trouble and tasks of our lives that we need to be reminded that we are to be a cheerful people. We are, as the epistles continually exhort us, to rejoice in whatever trouble and whatever circumstance that we might find ourselves in, including the grind of daily life. So whether it be in our giving, as we are also instructed to be cheerful givers, in our gathering where we have opportunity to gather with one another, we are to uh, encourage each other, not just to have courage, but to encourage each other to be cheerful in our service and cheerful, of course, in our going out for him. So this exhortation is not just for this most wonderful time of the year. Because you see, our Lord is not just interested in what we do, but in the attitude with which we do it. So I will be one to say that even when the kids are not jingle belling, I will tell you and encourage you to be of good cheer. Timothy?